0: Welcome to the Morning by Morning podcast, where we discuss faith, relationships, and life advice. Grab a cup of coffee or your favorite cozy drink and start the day with us. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I am so glad that you were listening today and I wanted to share, first of all, my gratitude and it's just me today. So solo episode, my gratitude is that over this past weekend, I got to have a lot of quality time with family and friends. Um, I got to have dinner and dessert with my sister and two cousins. If they're listening, I had the best time. Um, and we just laughed a lot and we got to just kind of share our hearts and where we're at right now in life. And we got cupcakes. That was great. And then we got to spend some time with my husband's family on Sunday. So it was just a good weekend and it was definitely refreshing to just kind of step away from the everyday work, obligations, routines. So that was very nice. And today I'm going to be talking a little bit about burnout, mostly from experience. Um, But actually I thought it would be interesting to talk about this before I switch jobs. So if anyone is new I am currently a teacher, but I will be switching to a different type of job pretty soon. I'm finishing out the school year, um, which at this point, there's not a lot left. So I am going to finish out the school year. I did not want to quit in the middle for a lot of reasons. I know that some people have done that and some people have needed to do that. Um, But for me, that just did not feel right. And I definitely wanted to finish it out. Um, for my students, for my coworkers, and just for myself to feel like I was just making an intentional choice and not just giving up on something because it was difficult. So,, um, there's been a lot that has gone into that decision. But um, I did want to talk about burnout because I have most definitely experienced it. Um, and I think that it's something that a lot of people deal with, whether it's burnout in their job, burnout in a situation or a relationship or a conflict or something that's been going on for a long time. Um, but to me, burnout is just when you feel like you don't have anything left to give and you're kind of at the end of your rope. You feel like you just can't continue on if the circumstances are going to remain the same. Um, And so for me, I just wanted to speak from personal experience, kind of talking about some of the causes of burnout, at least for me and some people I know just through discussions. And a big one for me is when the pros of something or the positives are not outweighing the cons. I feel like when you at least are able to find the positive and you are feeling some kind of reward, of what you're doing. And every day you're like, okay, well, you know, this certain part was challenging, but at least, and then you've got some pros to outweigh it. You feel like you can keep going. Um, but for me, when the pros don't outweigh the cons is when you just feel stressed and you're noticing more of the negative, I do think some of that is a mindset and I do think some of it is things that are out of your control. And so it is hard. I know not everyone can just switch jobs if they're struggling with burnout or um, not everyone can control the things that make them feel that way. But I do think that that is part of the issue. If you are in a position where there's just way more negative than positive and nothing is changing in that aspect. Um, for me, the second one is just the amount of work or the expectations of work. Um, I have found myself being extremely overwhelmed with what is required. I am, again, I am speaking from coming from a teaching perspective, but I think this is true of a lot of different areas. And I know this is not also everyone's experience with teaching, but for me, um, I was just overwhelmed with the amount of work and expectations, and, I do think it's good advice. Sometimes people say like, you know, oh, you just have to leave it at school and you can't take it home and you have to make boundaries and make time for yourself. But for me, I found that really hard to do, even just like for my own peace of mind and sanity that I was ready for the next day. And I do think, you know, sometimes people can say like, oh, you know, it doesn't have to be like perfect lessons and your classroom doesn't have to look perfect and you don't have to have like you know, all these really exciting elements to it. But I had to be able to feel good about what I was creating to be able to even like rest the night before and um, find space to like let all of that out of my mind even. Um, I felt like if things were undone and I didn't know exactly what was happening for the next lesson or the next unit or the next day, I could not then rest well the day before. And so I think just that feeling of being overwhelmed is really really quickly going to cause a feeling of burnout. And then another one for me is if it feels like there is no end in sight. And this is something that is a little bit unique to this kind of job is that you do have like a regular schedule with regular breaks, you know when it's going to start and stop, you know that the students that you're teaching are going to move on to the next grade. And so there is an end in sight, but I would say for me, it felt like there was no end in sight to like how things were going. <laughs> and, um, even if it was a new group, a new year, like I felt like I kept having a positive, trying to have a positive mindset and even like each day, even if it was a tough day the day before, like trying to go in the next day with a positive mindset and, when that wouldn't work out (laughs) or when things were still very overwhelming and it felt like it wasn't going to end, that just made me feel like, okay, I don't know that I have much else to give in this scenario. Another reason that I think a lot of people experience burnout is when you don't get enough rest. And that could be both like physical rest, like actual sleep at night, um, I know in general, it's really healthy for us if we get a similar amount of sleep every night and we go to bed and wake up around the same time every day, like that's just really good for our bodies. But um, when you feel like you don't have enough of that kind of rest, but also when you don't feel like you have a break from what you're doing, that just really quickly also can lead to feeling like you just can't go on. And then the last one that I thought of is when you feel like what you're doing is not worthwhile or not appreciated. So for me, I do have to feel like to put a lot of effort into something and to care about it, I do have to feel like it matters in some way or, you know, that I'm helping someone or that I'm creating something or there's an end product, um, that is helpful in some way. And so I think when you don't feel like what you're doing has some sort of positive outcome, then you're going to lose motivation to continue doing it. Um, or at least I have. So again, I do want to (laughs) say, I don't want this to just be like, we already had a whole episode about teaching and I don't want it to be bashing it because I know it is a good fit for a lot of people. And I do also have positives about it. Um, but for me, I just, these are the things that I've noticed within the more burnout mindset of my own experience And so now we're going to switch into a little bit more of a positive (laughs) element of this topic. And I want to talk about some solutions. And these are things that I have had to learn and that I think could be helpful for other people. I do want to point out some of the things I'm going to say here. We have whole episodes about in our past episodes. Um, Maybe I can actually link them in the description, but um, we have a whole episode about stop being a people pleaser. And one of my solutions to burnout is being able to say no. And some people don't struggle with this at all. They just, if they don't want to do something or they don't have the capacity to do something, they're just able to say, no, sorry, I can't do that. I can't commit to that. Um, I am someone that has had to learn this and is still kind of learning this, that um, in order to be your best for your coworkers, or like if you're feeling burnout in parenting, then like be your best for your kids. Or um, if you're feeling like your relationship has been a struggle or maybe something with family to come refreshed and energized into that scenario, then you have to also be able to say no when you don't have the time to do something else or you don't have the energy. Um, I have one really cool example actually at my current job. Um, is I work really closely with another teacher and we really do tag team the different things. Um, Thankfully, we get to teach some of the same content. And so sometimes I can create something that she can use and she can create something that I can use. And that has been so helpful. And I do feel like even in that kind of scenario, being able to say, no, like, oh, I actually can't, you know, do this certain thing. Could you take care of it? is so helpful. Um but also just being able to say no to adding extra things to your plate, adding extra things to your schedule if you are already feeling overwhelmed, then you're going to need a break. You need margin in your life. So you have to be able to say no whenever people want to add more onto that if you are already feeling burned out. And then another one is that I think a solution to burnout is regular rest. And I did say, you know, not getting enough rest earlier, but what I mean by regular rest is we can't, as humans, we cannot live for vacation, live for the next holiday, live for the weekend. I have spent already in my life too much time living like that, just waiting and hoping for the next chance to breathe and to take a rest. Um, but we need to have regular rest. Like why can we not set aside an hour or set aside time within the day, within the week, on the weekend to do something that is refreshing to us? And we have a whole episode about Sabbath that I would definitely recommend. If this is something that you're like, I don't know how to do that. What does that even mean? (laughs) That would be a helpful episode as well. But I think that if you're feeling burned out, you definitely need time where You're able to step away, you're able to focus on something else, do something that makes you feel, you know, just breathes life back into you, that you're able to go back into that scenario. If you're just like hanging on by a thread and then, okay, and we're going to use the teaching example, if you are hanging on by a thread all day and then you come home and you instantly feel like you have to continue working and lesson planning and grading and responding to emails, you don't come back in the next day, a better version of yourself. Like you, you didn't take your time to breathe and rest. Um, And so I think just finding times to regularly do things you enjoy, spend time with people who make you feel more alive. And again, not that we should put that pressure on other people or like idolize someone to the extent that like, oh, this person makes me happy. Um, But I do think that, you know, I personally have, and I hope that everyone is able to have the chance to have um, relationships that just build you up and spending time with those people makes you feel lighter. Um, And then, you know, sometimes you can be the person that helps other people feel like they can like let go of their burdens a little bit more. And, um, but I do think that just scheduling time for that, because I used to really struggle to, you know, make plans or do something on a school night when I was so stressed and behind. And I was like, I'm never going to get my stuff done. And again, we kind of talk about that with our people-pleasing episode. Um, But I just do think it's important to create the space and the time to do things that are good for you. If you are wanting to, again, go back the next day, feeling better, feeling stronger, feeling like you have renewed energy. Another thing that I have to remind myself of is that my identity is not in my job or my accomplishments. And I mean, I guess it really tests this whenever you switch careers completely. But being a teacher is something that I do, and it's something that I, you know, have done my best to do well, and that I have learned a lot from the experience. But that is not who I am, and that is not my worth. I think it's easy to get really caught up. Like a lot of times, whenever you first meet someone, they ask what you do. Like that's one of the first things we want to know about people. And then we can kind of put them into this box in our minds. But that's not my identity. My identity is that God has created me and he loves me and I am his child. And that even if I fail at something or even if I feel burned out or even if I feel like I'm not bringing my best to something, that those things are all still true. Um, and so I think just not putting so much pressure on, like, if I don't accomplish these certain things, then I am not enough. That is going to, you know, you're going to burn out faster if you're putting so much weight on everything that you have to do. Another one is to focus on what you can do and not on the things that are out of your control. And for me, I think just within a job where you're working with other people, which is most jobs, <laughs> most jobs, you you either have, you know, your boss, you have coworkers, um, within teaching or any sort of management, you have people that are kind of, um, under your authority in a way. And so I think there's a lot, obviously when you're working with other people, there's a lot that's out of your control. And if we spend too much time thinking about worrying about trying to control or plan those things, that is going to very much add to our stress and overwhelm where we have to think about the things we can control. Like I can control for the most part, um, what time I get to work. Like if I need to have a moment to breathe in the morning before I get there, then I need to make sure I don't show up at the last minute. I can control like what I've prepared ahead of time. I can control my response to other people. And so I think focusing on that And honestly, I even try to pray that like, you know, I pray that God will help me with the way I respond to people and just give me wisdom and the right words at the right time, because I can't control what other people are going to say and do, but I can control how I respond. Like I could escalate the situation or I can be someone who tries to be a peacemaker and create, you know, a calming atmosphere. So I could focus on those things not the stuff that is going to change last minute. Not the things that are going to be piled on your plate <laughs> the next day. Ivel says that tomorrow has enough trouble of its own. I don't need to sit here and try to plan out what I'm going to say in a certain scenario or rehearse what might happen because you know what, it might not. Another thing that helps to avoid burnout is to try to find things to look forward to. And again, I've said. I don't want to live for the weekend. I don't want to live for the break, the next holiday, the next whatever, because we spend a lot of time at our job. We spend a lot of time doing, you know, what we've chosen to do to make money, to live off of. Um, And so what I heard someone say about teaching before is that you need to have something within your day at school that you're looking forward to. Um, And that could be, you know, something that you're doing with the students, like, like a fun part of your lesson. It could be that you packed a snack that you're really excited about (laughs) in your lunch. Um, it could be looking forward to like chatting with a coworker at lunch, or it could be, you know, just something that you feel excited about. And that gives you peace. Um, an example for me is that I, since I taught literature, Once a week, I had students, I would set a timer on my board and I had students read whatever they wanted and while the timer was going. And so for me, that was a moment that first of all, they were reading, which is good for them and they got to pick whatever they wanted. So a lot of class, you know, we would read stories together and, you know, they didn't always get a choice in what text we would use, but I liked that, you know, once a week they would be able to read whatever they wanted. And I knew they were in charge of that decision. It was a little bit more motivating to them. And for me, it was nice because as they were reading, then I was able to take a moment, get my thoughts organized, get together what I needed to for after the reading time. And that was something that I honestly looked forward to because that was a moment that we all could take a quiet moment (laughs) and they could read and I could get together the things I needed to for the class. Um, But that's just one example. I feel like if you have something to look forward to, Um, and that can help you get through your day instead of just dreading it and, you know, waiting for the next break. And then another one is just appreciating the positive interactions you have throughout the day. So I think a lot of times we tend to label days. Oh, I had a good day or a bad day. Or like when my husband gets home from work, I'm like, how was your day? What happened? Um, but it doesn't have to be just overall bad or overall good. I think we can take time to appreciate and be grateful for the moments that were positive, um, even if there were also negatives of the day, like where did we succeed at something or where did we have a positive interaction with a coworker um, or a student, if you're a teacher, Um, or like if you work in the medical field, like with a patient, like. If you have those times where you're able to actually just connect with someone else and you feel like it was positive, like focus on those and not so much, did I overall have a good day or a bad day? So I think just trying to find the positives, finding what you can be grateful for can really help to give you a little bit more energy and give you a little bit more motivation. And finally, my one of my solutions to burnout is obviously a lot of prayer. I think we talk about prayer on here, about different categories of topics but I do think that you know the way I get through anything whether it's good or bad is just bringing it to God and you know telling him this is what I'm struggling with and I really need you and um even just at the beginning of the day asking him to go before me into the day and that just reminds me that I am not alone and that I am not doing everything that I'm doing of my own power I feel like just telling God that certain things are wrong or whatever, I can I can give that to him. And then I don't have to feel like I am alone in figuring out what to do. And I have most definitely seen him come through for me and provide solutions to things that I would not have come up with on my own if I had not taken the time to pray about it. And um, I'm just really grateful that he is invested in and interested in our lives and in us individually as people and that he hears us when we ask. So, um, those are some of my experiences with just having something that you know I'm doing every day that has been a struggle. And again, I want to emphasize, it is not all negative, <laughs> and it is not, you know, I don't want to dissuade anyone else from, you know, doing a certain kind of job or anything like that. Because, like I said, not everyone can just change. But I do think that we spend a lot of time doing whatever job we're doing. And so um, I think it's important to evaluate, is it something that is overall, the pros are outweighing the cons. (laughs) And um, if not, what can we do about it? So I would love to hear if you guys have your own ideas of how to just bring more positivity into your day of how to avoid maybe just burnout in general or negative thinking. I would love if you would comment on our Instagram post for this week. Um, also just a quick reminder that it is so helpful if you have a moment to leave a review of the podcast or to give it a rating, I would love to see what you're thinking of it. And if you guys have any topic suggestions you'd like to hear about, but I hope you all have a great day and thank you again for listening to another episode. Thank you again for listening to another episode of the podcast. If you want to give feedback on this topic, share other topics you want to hear about, or share what you're grateful for, you can follow the Instagram page, Morning by Morning Podcast. I would love to hear from you. Remember to find something to be grateful for today.